Hi folks, this is Bud Hughes, and it's time to raise the door on another edition of Bud's Garage. Hang on, you're now part of the fastest hour in radio, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Locally owned family businesses with over 120 years of combined experience. CarQuest nationally branded auto parts and warranties, and Oakwood Tire's wide selection of the best tire brands available. Local professionals to help you find the parts or tires you need, help you get them installed, and back on the road with a smile. Find out more at completeautoparts.net or oakwoodtire.com. On today's show, what is Veterans Day? A Christmas car giveaway, Ford news and rumors, 10 tips to destroy your car, and what the heck is fuel stabilizer? All that and a whole bunch more informative automotive buffoonery with Bud and Tim and Pam and Dan. Right now on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Welcome in, folks. This is Bud Hughes, resident car nut, and Tim DePasquale, poster to the stars, and Pam and Dan Welsh from West Virginia, the uh, West Virginia chapter of Bud's Garage Fan Club. So happy to have you yeah, here. Yeah, we are. Absolutely. Thank you, you, Bud. How you folks doing? Real good. Uh, Quite well. Thanks for having us come talk with you. Hey, you made the drive, so we have you live or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Going on right now is the Northeast Georgia Swap Meet at the Habersham Fairground. Uh, I'll tell you what. This is the time when they start loading up the trailers, Mm -hmm. and uh, they don't want to load them back up. No. So no. this is a good time to go score some bargains. Absolutely. Run by there. There's something you got to have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the, uh, let's see, This there's one more before Christmas, so mm-hmm. you may be able to catch up on some Christmas gift giving for your car buddies. Okay. Next month, I'll uh, let you know what date that is. Should be the second Saturday, but I'll, right. I'll double check that just to make sure. Okay. Keep so, my eyes open. All right. Today is Veterans Day. Tim, I am going to let you roll with Veterans Day, what it is and what it isn't. Um, Well, Veterans Day is a U.S. legal holiday dedicated to American veterans of all wars. And Veterans Day 2023 will occur on Saturday, November 11th. So in 1918, on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month, an armistice or temporary cessation of hostilities was declared between the Allied nations and Germany in World War I called the Great War. Mm. And... And I will have you know, my, my grandfather, Caesar Sinceri, was in charge of the local reserve medical unit. He was a colonel, and his birthday was on November 11th, and they had a huge parade in town for Veterans Day. So in the morning of the 11th month, the 11th day, he would put on his uniform, and he kept it on all day long. So we can celebrate his day today, then. Absolutely. And it's my uh, youngest son, Jess's birthday today. Oh, well, let's have a huge let's party. Let's have a big party. Yeah, That's where does the parade start? All but. right, when does the parade start? All right, Well, so thanks to all veterans, anyways. Absolutely, and, and it's different from Memorial Day. Why? Well, because Memorial Day uh, commemorates all who died in the service of our right. country. Absolutely. So if you're out today and you see a veteran, you see, uh, you know, maybe a... A hat, a mm-hmm. ball cap with Vietnam vet, or, or uh, um, you know, they have their uniform on or something, been at a parade or that. Sure. Take care of them. Yeah, give them a hug. Yeah, give them a hug. Give them a thank you. Give them a meal. Wh- whatever you can do. It's. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be standing outside of Long event. Street in case anyone wants to oh, buy them. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, any other restaurants <laughs> yeah. you want to announce well, you're going to be at today? 
All the major ones along the Air Force veteran. <laughs> well, we thank you for your service and all the other vets out there that have, have served. And, uh, uh, you know, my, uh, my next-door neighbor has been visiting France this month. And, uh, Boy, she, I bet that's some. She brought us back a, a little bit of sand from Omaha Beach, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to commemorate my dad. Uh, Omaha Beach, uh, Normandy, and then uh, then Okinawa right after that. Wow. Spring break and summer break, you know. Uh-huh. Different, different, uh, different folks back right. then, oh, that's yeah. for sure. Last couple of weeks, we've talked about winter car care tips and products if you're the do-it-yourself type. One thing that, you know, you and I kind of take for, for granted is we do a lot of this stuff ourselves on our cars. Right. <laughs> Whether we're whether we're <laughs> authorized or not, we attempt it. Uh, however, Oakwood Tire would be happy to do winter car checks for you and actually give you a, a list of priorities mm-hmm. of things that you need repaired on your car. You know, if you if you need repairs done, so sure. Uh, check them out at Oakwood Tire, uh, Oakwood.com, and, uh, and they still have some tire specials going on. So uh, check that out. Okay. And speaking of Oakwood Tire, Tim, yes, what are they doing December 19th? The Christmas car giveaway. So if you would like to submit a letter or email representing a recipient for the car, do it now. And you can also help with the repairs and updates to the car by stopping at Oakwood Tire and making a donation. And they would really appreciate that. And that they've been doing this, I think. I got to I got to uh, check with Mike to be sure. This was probably the 10th or 12th year, mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Uh, uh, some years they've given multiple cars away. And it's a car that's, you know, it's not a new car. The, the one that they're giving away this year is an Acura, mm-hmm. four-door Acura. And it's a car to get somebody back on their feet. Right. You know, a car that they fixed up. Uh, people that donate to them have helped, uh, you know, fix the car up. And, uh, you know, to get them through a year or so until, uh, until they can, uh, you know, get another car if they want or... Some people have actually given that car to another family and got a different car and donated it back, and it's got quite a history. We'll get Mike on here to talk about it. But that's going to happen on December 19th, so you need to do something about your, um, you know, either nominating somebody or donating to the cause. Sure. Soon. Mm -hmm. Sooner than later, as they say. Right. All right, surfing around the Internet. And we're going to bring Pam and Dan into this conversation. Ah, ridiculous ride. You ever seen it on the Internet? Oh, yeah. Well, I I couldn't help it because they had fixed up a combine Mm -hmm. and raced it against a Mustang GT350, a vintage one. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you who wins, but you got to go watch this thing. Okay. These these guys are just a little off. Yeah, no kidding. Well, it depends on what kind of racing you're going to do. It was just a drag race. Oh, it was a drag. There wasn't anything to do with cornfields or anything like that? No, no, you didn't have to do any cornfields. See, because, you know, each one has an advantage in different... No, uh, this is just a straight-up drag race. Straight-up drag race. This is not your normal combine. It's like the uh, pulling trucks. You guys go to the truck pulls? Yeah, we've been to them. In West Virginia? Yeah. How could you have not have been to the truck poles? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, they're not your typical trucks. <laughs> no. Not or tractors. <laughs> that, that is for absolute sure. Um, but check this out at Ridiculous Rides. Now, we were, we were uh, talking about bumper stickers earlier in the week, all four of us. Uh, and we're going to do a little segment about some, some favorite bumper stickers we've seen, you know, along our trips on the highway. Because you folks have a motorhome and you do a lot of traveling in it. Pam, give, give us your favorite 
bumper sticker that you've seen going down the highway? Well, my favorite in all the places we've gone is when there's been a large, we came behind a large motorhome and there was a small tow car behind it. Mm -hmm. In the back window of that tow car, and we did at that time going up a mountain, it said, I'm pushing as hard as I can. And it was That's just a, like, yeah, it just catches you funny. Yeah. Yes, it was. And it was handwritten. It looked like maybe the kids did it. I'm not sure. But it was like made my day just to laugh. And I know other people that are, when they come up behind something that's slow on the mountain, they want to, um, yep. like, can't get around it. They get a little agitated. There you go. You need it something makes to you make smile. you smile. That's <laughs> yeah. for sure. So you got a smart car pushing a Prevost bus or something up yes. the hill. Yes, yeah. it will exactly. look like, because you'll see them. It'll say, I'm pushing as hard as I can. They'll have other things that will have that people just really pick up to the moment. Yeah, to we're going we're gonna to drop some of those in along the along the rest of the show today, because I, I thought it was a, a fun topic. You know what else is a fun topic? Restoring your classic muscle car. Oh, well, yeah. Fun, I use that term loosely. but Yeah, we call it fun. It's really a disease. That's and like painless wiring. You know, yeah, there, is, right. there is no such thing. There's no thing. such thing. <laughs> but if you need parts for your classic muscle car, you need to go to the muscle car experts at Year One in Cornelia, Georgia, who provide our podcast so that if you miss any of this great information, you can go to Access WDUN, click the links, hit the buttons, and you can listen to the show at your convenience, or you can go to your favorite podcast site and listen to the show anytime you want. You've been practicing all this Oh, stuff. yes, I you, have. You do this while you're on the tractor. Oh, I do it. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I talk to the dogs all the time. Stay tuned, dogs. We'll be right back. <laughs> and all the rest of you stay tuned because we will be right back here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage presented by all three locations of Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Hometown people working together to bring you the best parts, tires, service, and repairs. Well, Tim, I thought I'd take a different uh, a different approach on our next segment here. Okay. Uh, since we've got Pam and Dan here. Which yeah. I, I should have pointed out in segment number one, Bud and Tim are not a couple. Pam and Dan are. Okay. Just, okay. Just well, so I'm, we got that I'm glad you set that record straight. <laughs> My wife will be tickled. <laughs> Doesn't she wish? All right. Um, <laughs> ten tips to eventually destroy your car. All right. Well, number one would be let your friend from West Virginia borrow it. Uh-huh. Okay. How about ignore your check engine light? Oh, yeah. All right. So, okay, That's now the, wait a minute. I know you're going to tell me about the black tape. That's thing. what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is covering up the same as ignoring it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It'll let you know eventually. Eventually. Because if it, if it says check your engine and it's in yellow, mm-hmm. uh, when it turns the red, <laughs> it's pretty much Then it. that's pretty much it. Yeah, and if you got it yeah. covered with black tape, that's not good. Mm-hmm. So, no. no if, okay. you, if your check engine light comes on, it could be something very so simple. Right. But if you ignore it, mm-hmm. it could turn into something catastrophic. Cat, right. Cat. Cat. Did you want to spell that? Catatonic. Oh, that's different. Uh, Additional dash lights. There are other dash lights on your dash. Right. Um, What is ESC? Escape? No. That's electronic speed control. Oh. No, stability control. Electronic stability Stability control. control. Stability. Stability. We're going to be talking about stability later on. Stability control. (laughs) What's that? That's why you were a shop teacher. Yeah. (laughs) ABS. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, the uh, 
anti-lock brake system, not automatic brake system. Yeah, just take your feet off. It'll stop. All right, engine temp, oil pressure, or level. So if all your lights are on, then you probably should start paying attention to them. <laughs> yeah, you think? And low fuel. Now, yeah. why, why would you think? I'm going to throw this out to Dan. Other than running out of gas, why would you think low fuel would be a bad thing? Well, just because of what it's sucking out of the bottom of your gas tank. That's it, what it's sucking out of the bottom. And the newer vehicles have electric fuel pumps in them. And electric fuel pumps are installed in this little, what I call, coffer dam in the, in the gas tank. Mm -hmm. So they have fuel around them all the time, keeps them cool. So if you start running that thing and you've sucked all the trash out of the tank and then you suck all the fuel out of the tank, then the fuel pump gets hot. Yeah. It yeah. just says, I've had it. Right. And, and now to replace a fuel pump's not like back in the old days, not most a fuel of the time. Pump, not a fuel tank, yeah. 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 You yeah, yeah, drop yeah. the tank. And... Drop the tank, yeah. Uh, actually, I've done them, several of them on trucks, mm -hmm. on pickup trucks. It's, you... easy, it's easier to take the bed off the truck. Really? Yeah. You just take the bed off the truck. You know, if you got a lift and straps and all that junk, you take the bed. You know, How six, about if you just cut a hole in the floor of the bed? I don't know why they don't do that. Put an access, access door. panel. That why would, doesn't that make perfect sense? Because it would cost five cents a truck. Oh, to right, do it or right, something. right. You don't want to do that. Who knows? Yeah, I right. know somebody done that. Oh, yeah. in a little S10 pickup, just cut a hole in the bed and. Yeah. Yeah, we can change it once a week if we want to. Yeah, Go yeah, ahead, run it low. And if you, cut the, if you cut the hole with a torch, <laughs> you don't have to worry about nothing. <laughs> if you're going to cut the hole in the bed of the truck, do it when it's not over the fuel tank, okay? Okay, okay, all right. After, before you put it back on, after details, you've repaired the pump. Details. Yeah, there's little tiny details that can mess you up. Hitting curbs or speed bumps without slowing. Oh, yeah. You know what that does, Pam? Put your car out of line because I've been there, done that. Ah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've actually seen it in slippery weather bend wheels on people's cars where they slide into oh, the curb. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or break them. Yeah. yeah. Break them. Oh, right. yeah, with the alloy wheels. Oh. Break the wheels. That's uh, Topping off fuel. Now, I did not know this. Topping off your fuel, I just thought it makes a mess when you top it off. But in certain cases, it can... It can mess up your car carbon canister. Now, you're talking about after, it has, after the pump has clicked yep. off. And when it clicks can, off, let it be. You continue to Because you want to get, get it to the next even right. thing if you're like a knucklehead. Or just get another quart of gas in there so you can go a little bit further. A little bit something. further. But those, that liquid fuel can go into the carbon canister, which is part of the evaporative system for your fuel. Mm -hmm. And uh, it can clog that canister up. Okay. And that charcoal filter is kind of expensive. Oh, all right. And they usually put them in a place where you got to be pretzel man to get at them, and mm -hmm. so you've got all this other uh, expense with it. Uh, proper wheel and tire combinations. We've talked about this. You see this all the time. You what see the... some goofy cars out there, folks? Oh, my. The damage you can do with your mama's credit card at a tire store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, luckily, if you read the owner's manual, which... You know, <laughs> mine's still wrapped up in both my vehicles. Right. But if you read the owner's manual, it does have recommendations for the next size up wheel and tire combination mm -hmm. that's made for your car that won't upset. I had somebody ask me this week, I'm going to lower my car and do this and that. I said, before you do that, make sure it's not going to affect your ABS and your speed sensors and all this kind of stuff. Because as soon as you start monkeying with tires and wheels, the computer can only handle what's in a certain window yeah so what happens when you lift your truck and put 33s on it and all that what does that do to all that you may as well just kiss the warranty goodbye okay you know, that's where common sense ain't so common mm -hmm. i got it i got a picture of one that i took that i'll yeah. I, i'm going to post this week before we 
put the show on the air of this truck. Okay. And it, it is so, the body is so high on this truck that if he took a quick turn, it just lay over on its side. It wouldn't have any, <laughs> it wouldn't have any choice. Really? And that's just stupid. Yeah, right. So, yeah, that's my opinion. Keep it clean and rust-free and avoid pressure washing. Now, what's up with that? Nah, that doesn't mean avoid the car wash. Uh-huh. Okay, the car wash is, you know, they have the pressurized nozzles. Yeah. But they also have the waxes and stuff. And when you use that, you know, the, you pressure wash or you, you wash it with the nozzle at the car wash. What I'm saying is here, don't use 3,500 pounds pressure. Off well, but your, that really gets the dirt off. Yeah, really. yeah, and the paint. And the paint. <laughs> and, oh. and it can knock chrome off. It can take, mm-hmm. you know, it can take plastic trim off. Right. But when you take it and you go to the car wash, either the brush wash or the, the spray thing, all those waxes and stuff get be, you know, they they get the stuff out from behind the trim, but then they all it also seeps in there and helps to protect okay. the vehicle. All right. I'm just saying, you know, windshield cracks and chip delamination. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that is part of the structure of the car. The windshield is when they're wind when they're when they're uh, crash testing, not wind testing. Crash testing these vehicles. That's part of the shell. That's why you have to use special glues and stuff to put the windshield mm-hmm. in. Duct tape won't fix it. No, so. all that safety stuff is all through the. Oh yeah, a lot of it's in through the windshield. It's in through the windshield, and uh, you know after you get the windshield replaced, you have to get the windshield recalibrated because. All your sensors and stuff are in there. Your lasers and a lot of a lot of cars or trucks have a little plastic box up near the roof. All that stuff is shooting through the windshield, and you got to get that all fixed again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, good stuff. Pet and kid-proof your car. Yeah, this is a tough one. When you got yeah. goats, yeah. Yeah, and trying to chicken-proof a car is very difficult. Yeah, it's a good place for them to get up away from other pets where they can start laying eggs and then sitting on them if you've got a car that you don't drive daily we found that we had a chicken that uh, was laying eggs up there on the cowling between the hood and the windshield do they prefer a particular kind of car <laughs> well i guess whatever you whatever chicken can what, get in right? <laughs> did that clog up your exhaust? it was a coupe uh, de your ville. exhaust I, I don't know <laughs> it was exhaust a coupe de ville a coupe de ville. All right, a coupe de ville. All right. <laughs> you got one, Oh, boy. <laughs> test and replace, test your battery every six months in a car. And testing it how? To see if the car still starts? Well, that's one way of testing it, but you can also take it somewhere and get it tested. Mm-hmm. I know um, a lot of local garages, including the one we have here in Gainesville, you know, Oakwood Tire, they've got a thing that will tell you how much battery life is left in your car. The point I'm getting at here is the manufacturer doesn't necessarily necessarily put the mondo best battery in your car as it comes down the assembly line okay so if you wanted to have a little tester to test your own battery what would be the name of the tool that you would buy to be able to test your own battery it's a it's a load tester a load it's called a load tester okay and you can get that at complete auto parts all three locations oh very good you mean in gainesville cornelia and clarksville Yes, Clarksville. Oh, That's what I was waiting to see. So good. And the one thing that I don't do enough, and I probably should, is if you want to you know, not destroy your car, drive it. Drive it, yeah. Okay. Hey. Don't let it dry out. Right. Okay, we'll be right back here Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN.
Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire and More, and all three locations of Complete Auto Parts, Cornelia, Clarksville, and Gainesville. Shop, garage, or driveway, we have the parts, tires, and professional advice to help you get the job done right. Our next guest is known as the Blue Oval Man. That would be Aaron Hughes from Green Ford. Aaron, welcome back into Bud's Garage. Hey, Hello, Aaron. gentlemen. <clears throat> How's it going? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. We're doing great. Good. Uh, well, I can't ask you anything about the strike thing because it's over. Nope. Strike's so over. We'll, we'll strike that question. Strike is so, so all speak, over. All right. We're back to building cars again. I, I've never built a car myself, but uh, we've been selling cars the whole time, and apparently they're building them again, so that's good news yeah, for us. That's for all of news. us. Yeah. Yeah. If you've oh, seen absolutely. your father build cars, that's why you've never well, have. chose to build a car yeah, Well, that's usually fixing broken cars in some way. Yeah. I don't know if you're we'd say build, build You're them, build, good at building go-karts, so. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I guess. What's happening at the dealership? All kinds of stuff. Um, we've got a lot. Of, we do have a, a great inventory right now. And yeah, we've you got do. A, a great uh, used car inventory as well. And it's kind of, uh, you know, when the strike thing was going, it didn't affect a lot of the Ford vehicles. It only affected a couple of them. And it, and it turns out it was pretty select. They were they also happened to be the vehicles that were in a model year transition. So it really didn't affect the dealers uh, mm-hmm. much at all, to be honest with you. So, so we're in great shape. Yeah, so, we got a great inventory. So you think inventory is going to keep rolling in then? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we, we've been getting trucks every day. Uh, and and you, do, you need to remind folks that if they've got a if they've got a business that they need a truck for. That's right. Now's the it's time a, to get it. It is a tax you know tax season. Usually November and December, we're already seeing a lot of that. A lot of our businesses, uh, you know, purchasing trucks for the end of the year with the with the tax write offs and that sort of thing. And we do have plenty in stock. We have super duties now too, which is nice because those uh, those trickled in over the last couple of months. And for a while there, it was very di- well. Really, for the last couple of years, it's been pretty difficult finding super duties. Yeah, but yeah. you got them now. We got them. The Mustangs right. too. Got the new Mustangs in too. Oh, good. A few of them. Yeah. We haven't seen the dark horse haven't yet. Haven't seen the dark horse. Haven't yet. Seen seen it yet now i've seen a dark horse i was just gonna say that you've seen it from the inside out tell us about it i have um i had a really crazy twist of fate when i was at this year's petite le mans i happened to uh, i follow as you guys do your podcast i follow your podcast but i also follow a a race car guru uh, by the name of marshall pruitt who's done indie car stuff for years and years and i just happened to bump into him and and he's not a really if you don't know who you're looking for you wouldn't know he was a a writer in that and i just said hey i I, you know i appreciate uh, all the writing you've done i've listened heard your i listen to your podcast i see all your writing in racer magazine and stuff and he hands me a ticket uh, to do a ride and drive, and it just happened to be in the new Ford uh, Dark Horse Mustang. And me and that I worked for Ford, it worked out great uh, that it wasn't a BMW or Porsche or something <laughs> yeah, like right, that because yeah, yeah. they were doing all those as well. So the next morning I come down and I, uh, you know, take a ride in the track. What well, ends up, Joey Hand is the driver who, who drove the Ford GT to Le Mans victory in 2016's one Sebring, Daytona, everything, and uh, just, a, just a wonderful guy. And his son is a, a high-level uh, go-kart racer who I also happen to follow and my son follows, so it was kind of neat. It was just a, a, a tripped into some great stuff there, and, and uh, Joey Hand is not afraid to use the throttle in the new uh, Dark Horse Mustang. And he, he was backing off because we were on the street street tires at about 125 going down the back straight there uh, i posted that video at uh, green ford's facebook page if y'all want to look at that that was pretty neat he allowed me to video it while we were doing it and the track was wet which uh, made it a little more fun for me because joey again he wasn't afraid to, to slip the car around a little bit so that was nice it was a lot of fun and, that, and that, uh, just a, it's a great car 500 horsepower and, wow. and uh, yeah he was he was lighting them up going out of the pit lane he wasn't scared that's, that's for sure. cool yeah I, I it's a fun car that that car has got a lot of the uh same things 
in it that my uh, Mach 1 has got. Sure. Yeah. And one of the things I wanted to ask you about it, was he letting the car uh, downshift its car uh, itself? Or no, he, he was doing he all was the shifting. He was I know shifting. he was shifting, but yeah. how, about, how about when he was... Uh, he did not turn off the auto blip. He even makes a comment about it. He goes, I love that it'll blip for you. So it kind of does rev matching. As a race car driver, he spent you know his whole career trying to learn how to rev match properly. And here he was like, hey, hey I don't have to do that yeah, in this car. Doesn't have to this is great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was, he was having a good time with it. All right, Jim Farley and Bill Ford yeah. are backing down the EV push in, in press and in magazine articles yeah. and stuff that I've seen. They both state, state that politicizing the automotive industry and green agendas that are not sustainable are pretty poorly planned in the big picture, you know, when you're looking five, ten years down. Yeah, um, and, and I think, well, my thoughts don't matter as much as Bill Ford and yeah, Farley's well, thoughts, to be honest with you. They but do here. Yeah, you know, you've got a company like Ford who our bread and butter is vehicles that are using a lot of fuel. Um, whether it's super duty vehicles, uh, gasoline vehicles, and of course, you know, like my truck, I, I, you know, we have some hybrid trucks out there. My truck has got the 270 EcoBoost motor, so I'm getting real good fuel mileage with trucks, and they've made some great strides in that. The electric push was, uh, you know, a lot of that has to do with government, uh, government mandates and tax benefits and all that stuff, and that's not a very good way to. Uh, anytime the government gets involved in any kind of market, it always concerns me, and I think Ford's realized, okay, you're right, this is not sustainable. I mean, you, you've got a, a business here where uh, you know the the world of hybrid is is fantastic that's a wonderful thing it allows uh, it allows the, the, the opportunity for both, but going full electric is pretty tricky. I mean, we see some Teslas out there, but that's a pretty select market. You know, uh, especially where we live, where you, you know, in, in the area where I live, I have to drive a half an hour to get anywhere. So, um, you know, it's easily an hour drive. A hybrid is definitely the way to go. If I decide to go any further distance or decide to go or up here in the, in the North Georgia Hills, uh, it's not very sustainable. You know, I have to use a lot more power in the mountains and things in an electric vehicle. Um, and, and I think uh, I, I don't think we're different than the whole rest of the United States and certainly the rest of the world in a lot of respects. Yeah. Well, and now and Ford is selling all of the hybrid vehicles that they can build, the Maverick it's and true. the yeah. Uh, Escape yeah, we EVs. Can't keep and yep. So do you think, I know this is just your crystal ball here, do yes. you think that there will be more hybrid vehicles in Ford's future and maybe different vehicles uh, that, that more geared towards the common man? I do think so. I really think the Maverick was such a home run for Ford because it was an inexpensive truck, finally, because one of the biggest complaints we have from everyone, including myself, is now you get a, a, a normal, regular-sized trucks are expensive. And it doesn't matter the manufacturer. It doesn't matter if it's right, Ram or right. Chevrolet, uh, Ford. Um, it doesn't matter. They're all very expensive. And when they came out with a Maverick to do what a lot of people do with a pickup truck anymore, which is, hey, let's go get a load of something from Home Depot, but the thing's getting over 40 miles to a gallon also, right. and it can do all the things you need um, even if you're pulling you know utility trailers and things it's a great great thing I think that was a home run for Ford um, the crazy thing was you know more more recently you know we have the Bronco which is just been huge the Broncos and the Bronco sports have been wonderful um, and those are you know gasoline motors or turbocharged motors and things full frame vehicles that's been great but then at the same time they went this totally all electric direction with the Mach-E which is an amazing car but if we had a Mach-E hybrid I would sell 20 times everybody loves the car Amen, nobody likes the electric part I of it, it. Well, if I it were it. a hybrid I would sell them all mm -hmm. day long I would buy one myself I would buy one I, as well I love the car yeah. Huh. So, so eh, there you go. Talking about Mach E, the Mach -E. Mach E news, 
Uh, we understand that full acceleration mode can melt terminals on the Mach-E. Have you heard anything about that? That doesn't sound good, does it? Uh, I, I have not heard anything about this. I, uh, I have not driven a Mach-E. I do know that it's only under full throttle conditions, so it sounds like you have to have it at a racetrack mm. in race mode with your under full throttle to melt it. Um, yeah. So it's not much different than melting your tires at the drag strip, I don't think. Right. I think it's a little unusual. Also, it says there's been no confirmed cases of actual problems ah. with it. So it sounds like it's being tested. Uh, you know, like it, it could fail. Like they're kind of being preemptive on it. I, I don't. I don't think they want people taking it to Road Atlanta with Joey Hand uh, after they saw, we saw how he drove the uh, the dark horse. We don't want him doing that with the Mach E. The Mach E. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I think if you have any DC power source and you run it wide open, it's going to get hot. We all know this, right? Sure. A- anything we've yeah. ever done. Right. So uh, do. I, I think in this case, I guess you can melt the Mach E if you do it just right. Okay, you got time for a quick <laughs> Ford patent? Ford patent. We have the dog mode. Oh, dog mode. Yeah. Tesla like, already has this, right? Well, yeah, but yeah, Ford's, yeah, yeah. Ford's kind of stepped it up. Okay, they, this they is now have this mode. is not a bad idea. I'm a dog owner now. Um, you guys are dog owners. Uh, you know, if you have your, uh, your dog in a car, basically this allows the air to keep your dog cool, um, that kind of thing. Um, for, for, for your pets. Yeah. It's not, not a bad thing at all. It's a good how, idea. How can folks learn more about uh, cars for their dogs or just cars and trucks? Cars for their dogs. No, not for <laughs> no, their not, dogs. Not, 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 the not dogs like can me. ride in the car. Yeah, it is right, not yeah, for yeah. the Toonses, the driving cats. Right. Um, Greenford.net. Check us out at Greenford.net. Come see us at... Uh, uh, 2365 Browns Bridge Road in Gainesville, Georgia, or give us a call at 770-532-5620. Aaron Hughes, Green Ford, thanks for taking the time to be with us, son. Thank thanks, you, Aaron. We'll be right back here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. Don't go away. Welcome back in to Bud's Garage, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Nationally backed CarQuest branded parts and the best national tire brands to keep you rolling down the highway. Okay, here we go. Tim, Dan, and Pam, have you mowed your lawn for the last time this year? I think so. You think so? How about you, mm, tractor d- boy? Depends. Depends. Where, where we live, it's the last time. It's the last now time. I'm mowing leaves. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it's getting time when we need to put fuel stabilizer, stabilizer, or whatever Stabil- I was trying to say. Stabilizer. <laughs> yeah. Fuel st- stabilizer uh, in your mower. And mm-hmm. do you know what purpose that serves, Tim? Tell me what purpose that serves, bud. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me that. Oh, I, I thought would... you. <laughs> All right, don't bother telling me. I will tell you what it does is it properly lubricates the um, and stops the passages in your carburetor or fuel injection system. Uh, say you've got a fuel-injected lawnmower mm-hmm. from getting gooed up with varnish. With varnish. Because okay. the wonderful gas that we can now buy nowadays, it's got all the different stuff in it, so corn you can just green beans or whatever else is in it, it becomes varnish after. So you can pour just some stabilizer the in with amount, the yes. fuel. Oh, there is an amount. There gone. is an amount. And they actually recommend, the manufacturers recommend you run your lawnmower or whatever out of fuel. Mm-hmm. Put the stabilizer in first so it can kind of seep into the fuel system. Yeah. Then put the gas in. Well, if you run it out of fuel, Unleaded gas. If you run it out of fuel, then what's the need of putting anything in it at all? Because moisture and stuff can still get in. Okay. All right. And then little cracks and crevices and float Mm -hmm. bowls and 
and gaskets and things, especially like a chainsaw where the yeah. stuff is really small. Well, I got to tell you, though, Bud, ever since I, I used to have problems like that all the time with the chainsaws and the string trimmers, and I started using the canned gas, which I know it's more expensive, yeah. but I have saved so much money by not having to take them to get repaired every spring before I can use them again. It has something to do with mixing it, Tim. Is it? Yeah. It's not a shot for you, a shot for the lawnmower. It's all supposed to go in <laughs> to the can, all right? Oh, now you tell me. you got to read the warnings okay. on the package. I did not know. I've, I've taken care of the problem. I bought, everything I got is electric now. I'm, I'm moving in that I'm direction. Just, I just, you know, as my, as my string trimmer gave up, but I'm, right. I'm not yanking this thing anymore. I just got a new electric string trimmer because I figure is when the battery runs out, I'm ready to stop anyways. Yeah. I haven't used it. And how many cords did you cut in half with the, the other string trimmer oh, you used to have? Oh, my goodness. And, that, the and that's the other thing is changing the string on a string trimmer. Oh, so easy That's now. no joke on some of those older ones. Oh, yeah, you gotta be, you gotta be, Mister. Well, it's like, okay, I'm out of string, so I'm done. Yeah. Until I take a whole separate hours long. Now you just slide it through the head of the string trimmer, bring it out the other side, and make it equal, and then you got the little thing you crank, and it, and it, it loads itself. Wow, that's pretty cool. That sounds great. Buddy. We need to get you one of those. Okay. All right. Well, we were talking during the break, all mm-hmm. during the show about bumper stickers. And one of the reasons we want to talk about bumper stickers is they're funny. But uh, Dan and Pam do a lot of traveling in the motorhome. And Tim and I see them on the expressways. Uh, oh, yeah. There, there should be, eh, I don't know how you rest- I don't know how you make a, a law about bumper stickers, but it's a common sense thing. Mm-hmm. Some things just don't need to be on a bumper sticker. If you got to try to explain it to your grandkids and you can't, Right. Or you've got to hope they don't see that word. Don't put it on your bumper sticker. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, Pam did a deep dive into the history of bumper stickers. And, you know, she put her heart and soul into this, this portion of the show. Oh, yeah. It's all on you, Pam. You Go got it, it, Pam. Well, I did find out when they started and who started it. I had no knowledge of this. It's a gentleman named Forrest Gill. He's the man who technically invented the first stickers for the car bumper, and that was in the 1940s. So that's how long it's been ever since that car stickers have made it so that people can make a statement to other people that they don't even know without saying a word. And when you're talking about the kinds that are on that, that can either be for humor, Mm -hmm. it can be an instigator of road rage we're seeing oh, in this yeah, day yeah, and age. Yeah. I don't think that was so much maybe in the 1940s, but I think you were completely right when you said, think about what you're putting on the um, bumper, because that's kind of your word. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, you know, like for what we used to see, I may be slow, but I'm ahead of you. That that would be a road rage yeah. instigator. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it would be now. Yeah. yeah. At, it used, you know, used to be that you get a chuckle out of that. Yeah. Right. I was, I was talking about leaving Sebring um, a few years ago, leaving the racetrack, and we were behind a van that had a rickety trailer behind it and just an equally rickety, rickety uh, race car on it. And I thought these poor guys, you know, they've been to the track all week. Mm-hmm. They've been living in this van, <laughs> and they had a WWJD sticker on the back. Okay. And oh, if yeah, you read, good. if yeah, well, you know, that's fine. If you read real close underneath it, though, it said, "Who wants jelly donuts?" <laughs> now it might upset somebody in the church parking lot, <laughs> but it, in that environment, I thought, man, you'd yeah. be jonesing for a, a, a 
you know, a jelly donut so bad after living in that van for so oh, long. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, how appropriate. No, you know what I thought would be appropriate, Tim? Marriage is grand. Divorce is a hundred grand. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you fail to see the humor in that, huh? Yeah, well, no. Not Since when you, is it a hundred grand? Right? Yeah. <laughs> once you've been there, my friend. <laughs> uh, uh, how about... Now, this I don't think this one's bad. Nobody cares about your stick figure family. Yeah, right. Well, that's pretty much in your face. It's you know I try to stay off of the negative things, but I I like the I like that one below there. You know. Ah, uh, yeah. It, it, what do you think? There's so many people that don't use their turn signals. <laughs> you know, I bet Jesus would use his turn signal. Yeah. Well, let's hope so. Yeah, let's hope so. Alcohol and calculus don't mix. What do you think, Pam? I think that's a real good one. That's a real good one. Don't think, drink, and derive. And derive? Yeah, that's, oh. what, that's what calculus would be yes, all about. Yeah, okay. well, don't drink and derive. All right. Well, that's a good one. Now, this one, I wasn't... Well, I can relate. My wife told me something that I'm not listening or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> this was on the back of some guy's race car. <laughs> what do you think, Tim? Uh-huh. Yeah, right. <laughs> now I don't, you know, I don't, I don't talk when I'm driving. Mm-mm. No, me either. I don't talk, and I, I, you know, I'll listen to, I'll listen to a book sometimes. Are, are you talking when you're driving, Dan? I'm not. No, Dan. Are you being, go. are you being talked to? <laughs> uh, pretty regularly. Okay, I could believe that. Here's what happens to me, and I, I got to ask you, Pam. This might just be a girl thing, okay? Jan will carry on a complete conversation with herself, apparently, while I'm driving, and then ask me a question about her conversation that I wasn't part of to begin with. <laughs> say, what are you thinking? I'm, what do I think about what? <laughs> We're in the same space. You should always be listening to people in the car. <laughs> I am if I want to get where I want to go, because she oh, knows yeah. direct. I'm, me and directions, I'm, the direct, no, I'm always telling him well, where to she's, go. No. She's my navigator. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I absolutely. am her navigator. Well, I'm just trying to stop us from getting killed and avoiding people. Uh, now, you can relate to this, Pam. I believe in dragons, good men, and other fantasy creatures. There are good men. Don't go that oh, okay, way. Okay, <laughs> okay. Tim. Yes. You got one you can share that we can use on the air? Um well, you know, on the back of a tractor trailer, uh-huh. the most famous one was leg check, 45 feet ahead. Now, you would probably not understand that nowadays, mm-hmm. okay? Right. But during the miniskirt days, mm-hmm. when my uncle had a tractor trailer, yeah. I rode with him every chance I got. Uh-huh. I'll just let you figure out the rest when you're up there in that, <laughs> when you're up there in that cab. Yes, ma'am. Well, that is true now because some of those older bumper stickers... Uh, people might not even know what you're trying to say. So That's there right. There may be another reason somebody could be easily offended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or this one I like too because this is a man thing. Yes, it's fast. No, you can't drive it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And one of those really nice new cars that go fast. Um, <laughs> how about the minivan one? The one that's famous on the minivan, Tim? Oh, yeah. I used to be cool. I used to be cool. We've all been there. We've all Uh been there. Well, if you got some more, send them to us. Oh, yeah, we'd love to see them. Oh, yeah. These are good fun. 
All right. If you're restoring a classic muscle car, you've got a good sense of humor because it can be taxing at times. Yes. But if you need some help, where you go for the help? Well, you go to the muscle car experts at Year One who provide our podcast so that if you miss any of this great information, you can go to Access WDUN, click the links, hit the buttons, and listen to the show at your convenience. Or go to your favorite podcast site and listen to the show anytime that you want. Brought to you by our great friends, the muscle car experts at Year One. Back to you, bud. Absolutely. Okay. And this week on the podcast, Bud's Garage Overdrive, we have a part two of Larry McReynolds. Oh, great. And uh, then I think in the following week, we're going to have a, a refinishing expert in here telling us about, you know, what to put on a brand new car to keep it looking brand new. Okay. That'll be good stuff, too. Supermodel. Keep between the ditches. Keep between the ditches, sunny side up. We'll see you next week right here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's <laughs> News Talk. On uh, North Georgia's News Talk, AM 515, FM 102.9. WDUN. Have a great week.